You're listening to Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness, the fastest-growing natural health, nutrition, and inspiration podcast in the nation. Uplifting stories, powerful messages, and triumph over adversity, the experience of entertainment and encouragement is about to begin. And now your host, Dr. Ward Bond. Welcome to the Dr. Ward Bond Show and my podcast, Life-Changing Wellness. Today's episode is brought to you by PrimroseLeaf.com, multi-use nutritional supplements for your immune system and overall good health. Youth, beauty, longevity, primroseleaf.com. Well, my guest today is Gunnar Peterson, a Beverly Hills-based personal trainer whose clients include celebrities, professional athletes, and everyday people. Gunnar was formerly the Los Angeles Lakers Director of Strength and Endurance, and he is widely recognized for his expertise in functional training and his commitment to developing and implementing innovative fitness techniques. With over 28 years in the fitness industry, Gunner's dynamic approach, boundless energy, and humor only add to the effectiveness of the experience his clients enjoy. Well, with a client list as diverse as his training methods, Gunner emphasizes strength training methods that can be transferred from the gym to daily life, from training camp to a championship game. And he has worked with athletes from every major sports leagues. Many film and television celebrities have sought Gunner's guidance in preparing for their roles and have stayed on to become year-round clients, making him a cornerstone of their fitness regimen. So let's welcome the number one fitness trainer to the stars of television and film, as well as major league sports, the one and the only Gunner Peterson. Welcome to the show. Wow, we have to we have to tighten that up a little bit. I think I think you just say personal trainer and leave it at that. <laughs> well, I like to roll out the red carpet as best as I can. That and you did. Uh, <laughs> well, let me ask you this because you know there's there's so much to health and fitness, and you have worked with the literally the biggest stars in the world. And when it comes to everyday people like me, we read the magazines, we see the pictures, and we're wondering which opinions or actual facts matter the most. So what do you focus on the most here, diet or exercise? That's, uh, that, that's an arm wrestling question for my nutritionist, Dr. Philip Golia. He and I go back and forth on that. And, and, and I think we can, we can agree on... Um, I, my, my, I say it's 80-20 exercise. He says it's 80-20 diet. We'll agree that it's 50-50, and I will concede that when you are closer to your goal, so say the last 15, 10, 5 pounds or the last 2, 1.5% body fat, then I would say it's diet's more important. That, that's, that's where I would go. But, but, but again, that doesn't mean just throw your training out the window. You still They, they go hand in glove. That's just the way it works. No, I, I completely agree with that. All of my viewers and listeners know I'm a, an avid amateur uh, cyclist, and I'm always focused on nutrition because I know what will give me the best endurance and stamina based on the mileage that I'm focusing on for that particular day. So, uh, you know, I've heard the stories of 90% diet, 10% fitness but um you know i think it kind of goes uh, both ways and uh, you just have to do the best you can i believe that but uh, I, would, I would say you know, that whatever uh, you start um wherever you start taking your foot off the gas you're going to notice it right so 
if you start to emphasize diet more heavily, you're going to realize, wow, my training, I need to shore up the training. If you start to uh, really focus on the training and, and then leave the diet more to chance, you're going to go, why isn't this happening? I, I really should tighten up my diet. So I, I think I think they I think they rear their heads and they, they make themselves seen for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now we know that uh, 2020 was a year that we would all love to forget. So when COVID actually happened, um, what was your perception about uh, physical activity, health, and wellness? And did you make any changes yourself? So. Uh, Look, I was I was a fat kid. In fact, uh, when I when I was living in Houston as a kid, my mom put me in Weight Watchers when I was ten years old. So, um, to me, when I learned about training and and applying nutrition and and you know working on on rest and recovery protocols, um, which that's that's an ongoing one for me. I I can't ever stray from any of that. Yeah, of course there are days when it's less than it is more, and and again I recognize that. But I um, my thought was I've got to stay healthy. I mean everybody thinking they have to stay healthy, but but I'll expound. I mean I have to stay my course. I have a, a super regimented you know slash OCD lifestyle anyway. In terms of I, I wash my hands every hour on the hour after every client anyway. Um, we wipe down our gym. I get up at a certain time. I eat a certain way. I train a certain way. So I wasn't going to let any of that go. I wasn't going to, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater and say, I'm making all new changes. That's just not how I approach it. I want to act, not react. And, um, that, that's the way we held it down here. So, you know, for a while, the gym smelled like a swimming pool. Uh, I mean, it was just so much stuff sprayed and alcohol and, and Clorox and we did everything. Um, nobody left here sick. We shut down early and, um, we did what we had to do to, to, to not have to close our business, um, and to stay safe. So knock on wood, everybody, everybody made it out. Okay. Or I made it to this but, point. Okay. I don't know that we're out, but yeah. Well, did you space your clients out further apart because of COVID? Yep. Had to. Had to. And, and besides, we're 5,000 square feet here, and it's I'm here with one of the trainers. So it's the two of us um, and one client each. So there's a lot of room. There's, there's It's way more than six feet between everybody. So we're good. Well, you know, you are so busy. And, you know, with when fitness is a major part of your life, and it's actually a major part of your business, how did you – or how do you structure your day – so that you're able to run your business, spend quality time with your family, and then take care of yourself as well as all of your clients. Uh, years ago, I bit the bullet on being a morning guy. Uh, I dabbled with it my whole life, but I committed, especially after kids. I get up very, very early, and I do my workout before I do anything else because my thought is if um, there are less people awake, there are less people to intrude and interrupt. So I get mine done. And then I see the clients and I have a hard out at six o'clock. I usually can make it out by five. So I'm home by six and the rest of that is family time. And I, I mean, I know that sounds like three blocks, but a lot of variables in each block. And I try to honor them as best I can. Wow. Um, yeah. And I, you know, being a morning person, I've, I've always been a morning person. So I believe in getting up early, getting ahead of everybody else, getting things done, 
before the real work actually starts. And of course, I like to cycle in the morning when there's no traffic out. Right. So that works great for me. Um, you know, one of the biggest things that uh, everybody in this world wants is more energy. So what do you think are the most important things people can do right now to maintain energy levels throughout the whole day? Uh, well, there are a number of them. First of all, stay hydrated. People don't realize a lot of times you're failing because there's just you're just not hydrated. And, and you can also, um, sometimes they mistake hunger when really it's just thirst. Energy levels fall off because you're not hydrated properly. Rest and recovery should go without uh, saying, but they don't. Um, you, you do need to sleep. You do need time for your body to 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 rebuild and and regenerate, especially what you if you're training at any kind of um, with any kind of intensity, right? That's when you're breaking down. Bodybuilding is kind of a misnomer. Um, training is a catabolic event. You need to you need to flip that and give yourself the time for your body to recover and rebuild. But you can take it a step deeper. Obviously, nutrition is huge, but you can go and get into supplementation. Are you supplementing? Do you take a multivitamin? Uh, do you take Bs? Do you, do you take Cs? Do you feel like you get that from your food? Um, you can go all the way. One of the buzzwords, mitochondrial health, right? That the energy, the powerhouse of the, the cell. Um, I had a kid in college who used to call me Mito Man. He goes, you're just always jacked up all the time. Uh, you know, and, and there's a supplement called MitoQ that I take. I take MitoQ. I take a um, a multivitamin. I go easy on. I have uh, sometimes something caffeinated pre workout, but I don't do sodas. I don't do coffee. I don't play with any of that. I, I don't judge anybody who does. That's just I like to be able to gauge where I am. Uh, I will take the caffeine in that, uh, but I like to be able to so that I can judge how I'm recovering and, and how my training and, and all my, you know, protocols are serving me or not. Well, you mentioned mitochondrial health. I am mm -hmm. a very big D-ribose user mm -hmm. uh, because it feeds the mitochondria or the mitochondria are known to help produce the ribose. Of course, as we get older, we're not producing as much ribose as we should because, well, wait, wait, because wait, it has wait, to be wait. replenished during rest. Who's getting older? <laughs> the number on the calendar is getting older, but I try to stay as young as possible. Just numbers. <laughs> now, do you uh, do you use D-ribose at all? Uh, I don't now. I have in the past. Look, I went through the phase where I would get, uh, which I find it's funny. I see clients do this sometimes, and I have friends who definitely do it. Where I would read an article, whether it was on a training method on a superfood, on a supplement. And even before I finished it, I would dog ear it and shoot to the store and buy it and double up the dosage and, and get right at it. I don't do that anymore. I'm literally in my pattern. It's MitoQ. It's a multivitamin. Um, I, I take split nutrition pre-workout. I have a protein shake post-workout transformation protein. And I'm just like, it, it's so regimented and it's working. So I don't mess with it. Now, if I don't wake up, you know, at the right time tomorrow, I start to, to drag two, three, four, five days in a row without something having changed. I'll look at that. But until then, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tweak it. I'm out of all that experimental stuff. I don't need to, I have what works and it works really well. So I'm sticking well, to it. Well, that's awesome. Now I know that, uh, especially teenagers, people in their early twenties, 
they're big in reading a lot of the muscle magazines. They look at all of the, the fitness regimens. They look at all of these famous people and they're like, okay, if they're doing that program, I'm going to do the same program. Um, how accurate are the workouts within a magazine for a general person to follow and think they're going to look like that person in the picture? Well, uh, that's, that's one question and one quantum leap. I don't think, uh, look, if those inspire you or if you aspire to look like that, that's great. But for you to go from whatever level of conditioning or deconditioning um, that, that you are in now and think that you're just going to grab that workout and apply it, whether it's a one-week program or a one-month program, and that you're going to flip some switch and look like that, that's probably not very realistic. But if that's your jump off to get started and to get you to go from a sedentary lifestyle to an active lifestyle, by all means, knock yourself out. But at least listen to the cues that your body is sending you. And, and you know, are you able to complete the workout or, or is the workout making you sore? Or were there things in the workout that you feel were you're courting injury? You have to you have to look at it like that, I think. Um, and over time, as you reach a certain training age, they would call it, you could definitely pull it's a business of poaching, first of all. So you can definitely pull um, elements from certain training methods or, or workouts that you saw XYZ celeb or athlete doing and incorporate them into your own. Look, not because I'm a trainer, but it, it wouldn't hurt you to get a trainer, a qualified trainer. I mean, if you were going to take up tennis, uh, there's nothing more frustrating than, than, if you don't play tennis to get two rackets and a can of balls and go out with a friend on a court, that just makes for a bad afternoon. But if you get a pro within 10 minutes, you're going to learn the grip, the stance, you know, how to take your arm back, how to swing through, and you're going to have a more enjoyable time and get more out of it. So I would say the same applies to this. It doesn't mean you only have to train with a trainer by all means use it, you know, to, to be with friends and to push yourselves and to push each other, but you really should get, I want to say get professional help. I don't mean it like that, but you really should get someone to to help map it out for you and you'll get more out of it. And I think that goes with nutrition and supplementation too. Yeah. And, you know, when, when everyday people, not just the celebrities or the pro athletes that you work with, but with everyday people, everyday people that come to you, is there a particular actor that they want to aspire to be like? Maybe it's Hugh Jackman that was in Wolverine or Ryan Reynolds in X-Men, uh, maybe Stallone from The Expendables or Rocky. You know, what's the what's the uh, idea that uh, people want to strive for now? I mean, I think you've hit I think you've hit them all. I think I've had all those. I've had others. Uh, I don't have women that ask for any of those, but they go their right. own route. Right. And uh, and that that sort of changes with the day. Right. Uh, I think Mark Wahlberg is is someone that people aspire to. And they think, you know, he just he kind of looks like a normal guy who's pretty jacked. Mark Wahlberg is dialed and he works as I mean, he works oh, yeah. hard all the time, consistently year round and year in and year out. So you go. It's funny. I have a I have a picture, actually, an old picture from 1974 of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, in my gym. And I've had people say to me, I wouldn't mind looking like that. I mean, that's a, he's a little big, but I wouldn't mind. And I go, you know, that was the Mr. Olympia, right? You understand that that's not just a guy who works out. He does a, it was a pro bodybuilder and he's relaxed in the picture, but it's just funny that, that we've seen so much over the years and people, you know, 
they aspire to something, but they don't want to do the work. And then they don't realize how much takes going into that, how much it takes going into that to maintain, to get to that look and to maintain that look. And some of these guys do an incredible job and, and the women too, you can't take away from, um, you can't take away from the work that they do. And, and I think oh, that yeah. uh, if you can find a way to embrace the work, you're going to end up, you know, at the result. And I would rather have you be an original version of you, your best you than a knockoff of somebody else. So that's, that's a tough, you're, you're always looking in that mirror. It's not you you're looking at. So you're not going to look just like them. So start to embrace, you know, it's the self-love. Start to like what you look like and see where you can make that better versus trying to look like somebody else who may have a completely different body type than you. Well, were there any particular uh, movie stars that you have worked with who needed to train for a particular role and maybe didn't realize how tough the workout was going to be or, or the regimen that you put them through? And were they moaning and groaning in the beginning and then finally it clicked and now they want to be in the gym all the time? You know, I get people that come in for a role and and it's almost as though they know that that's part and parcel of getting that contract or that part. And they've sort of rehearsed that for X amount of years. And, and then they, it's like they come into it very naturally. So no, like when Sly's training for a movie, like he's done this so many times that he knows exactly how to pace himself so that it turns out. And he, and he puts the look, if you look at all his movies, there's there's so many different um, incarnations of Sylvester Stallone on the screen that that and none of them are by accident. Not one. Not 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 Rocky one. Not Rocky three. Not Copland. Not Expendables. You know, every single one was done with with intention, and and I think that's why they're so specific. And when I say those the names of those films, if you're if you've seen them and you're of the age, those all come right to mind, you go, I know exactly what he's talking about. Oh, yeah, because I've actually watched and, and, and read stories in which Stallone would explain the workout regimen based on the role. And he said, you know, there's a, and like you said, there was a huge difference between training for Rocky versus training for the Expendables because he said with Expendables, I'm not going to be walking around with my my shirt off all the time. So he did a lot of heavy workout, is the way he explained it, with his forearms because, you know, I'm going to be holding a gun and shooting a gun most of the time. So I want to make sure that the forearms reflect that character. And I completely understand that. I think Stallone is one of the best when it comes to uh, training. And I've seen pictures of Stallone at your gym on Instagram and Man, that dude still pumps iron like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, there's also something, if you think about it, um, with regards to Sly, when he's directing a film versus acting in it, and I don't want to say just acting because that alone is a full-time job, but when he's directing it and acting in it, the demands on his time are otherworldly i mean it's ridiculous and he, he's still finding time so if you look at the movie and it says directed by or written by directed by uh and produced by sylvester sloan and he's starring in it you have to think of how much time he put into each one of those uh roles 
and then still found time to train and, and present the physique that you saw on screen. It's, it's impressive. It's very impressive. Yeah, very, very impressive. And I know that with, uh, with training and, you know, I, I've heard, you know, you're, you're a tough trainer, but you're tough for a reason. Uh, what are your personal or even those with your clients? What is your wellness non-negotiables each and every day? For me personally, for me personally, sure. I'm working out. For me personally, I'm working out. I'm working out every day, and I have people say, "Oh, you need to have a day off." A day off will find you to me. For my life, a day off finds me. I don't have to plan it. I don't have to set it up. I mean, it may be I have a flight at 6 a.m. somewhere, and I know the night before I have something at my kid's school, or, or so I know the next day is going to be an off day, no problem. But sometimes it just works out that the dogs bark and and or something happens at the house and you can't leave to get the workout and so that that ends up being a day off if you've had 10 workouts in a row before that then by all means take that day off and embrace it but other than that i'm uh i'm working out that's my non-negotiable as for the people i work with um you know that's probably person specific they each have their own as a rule they get after it um pretty regularly they're in here we're, we're blessed again, knocking wood, that the people who train here with us train four, five, six days a week. So they are they are into this. It's not like it's something uh, passing. It's not like something that they're trying to do to to jump the queue. You know, in in the fitness world, they know that they have to put it in. They have to log the hours, and they have to make the right choices outside of here. So, what do you consider as Maybe it's not a rest day, but what do you consider resting based on what the workout was for that particular day? I mean, do you emphasize doing a workout one body part a day like some do, or do you do multiples and cardio and things of that sort? I do uh, cardio to clear the brain, to, to clear my brain. So this this last Sunday I came in and I've been running on an Alter G treadmill for the last few months. So it, it reduces the, the weight of my foot strike by you program it and, and you're in this little bubble and uh, it sort of lifts you up, um, literally lifts you up. So uh, it's not that it's uplifting. And um, <laughs> you can program it at, you know, 80%. So so if you weigh 200 pounds, it's good, you're going to come in at, at at 160 that's the 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 pounding that your foot strike will be absorbing um but i didn't feel like doing that on sunday perfect example so i went the other way and i put a weight vest on and i walked on a trip and i walked on a normal treadmill i ended up uh, on the phone with my dad uh who's 83 years old and before i knew it i was 45 minutes into that um i didn't have a lot of time that day so i stretched after that and then i went home so that, that wasn't my planned workout, but it ended up um, the benefits of having a fun, long call with my dad, breaking a sweat and getting a stretch far outweighed anything I could have planned in the gym. Oh, wow. I, I love that, Gunner. Now, if you could give three to five tips to people to stay motivated every single day, what would those be? The first one would be if you have kids, look at your kids. That's that's my um, that's a big one for me because I don't want to be on the sidelines if I don't have to be. I want to be involved and engaged and doing it with them. That's the first one. 
Uh, second one was be think of how hard you work so that you have um, disposable time, disposable income to do things that you want to do or say you want to do. If those are physical things, if it's, uh, you know, you want to hike the Great Wall of China or you, or you want to uh, you want to trek in the Himalayas or you want to go, uh, I don't know, you want to learn surfing or whatever. If it's an activity, but you've worked so hard and you've let yourself go physically, in my mind, you've mismanaged that. So the motivation is how can I stay physically ready um, and and do the things that I'm so hard to be able to? That's the second one. Um, is sometimes the demands of life are harder than you anticipated. You might have to short your sleep. There's an early call. Uh, there's an early meeting. The day gets longer. You thought, I don't want to run out of energy for that. And if I can do that, like I said earlier, with supplementation, with MitoQ and a multi and my water and my split and my food is all on point, I those demands. Um, it's long term. Uh, and this is sort of a, it's sort of an extended number two, but I want to be able to do all this stuff for as long as possible. Not to be greedy, but how long how long can we look you're a cycler i don't know how old you are but don't you want to cycle in two years five years ten years when do you want to have to hang that bike up that's time you haven't put a date on it but my bet is you'd be willing to work and make whatever sell you'd have to get another one two three days weeks years out of your cycling career right i mean i never want to give it up right i want to ride right. forever right. So you have, so then you have to do now what it takes to make you. So that's a motivation, right? So what do what do I have to do? You have to hydrate. You have to supplement. You have to sleep. You have to manage your stress levels. You have to train. Make sure your tires are pumped up. <laughs> that's it. And my bike is actually sitting right next to me over here. She's too good to be in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprised. Man. That's it. Well, let me ask you this, Gunner. What is next for Gunner Peterson? Um, hopefully more of the same. Uh, hopefully, I've been terrible at scaling myself. I mean, I just just throw that out there. I don't know how to get the way we train in this gym. Uh, it's doable. It's manageable. It fits in your life. It does life. It's not something you wake up and go, oh, my gosh, I can't do that today. There's no way. You wake up fired up to do it. And I, and I think for the people who train here, but, but their attendance record works. And if there were a way to get that out there in a, in a, uh, to the masses, I would like that, whether that's through television, through podcasts, through apps I, I don't know again you saw you saw the problem i had just getting the challenge for sure um and it's not because it's tech tuesday that's an everyday occurrence so if we can find a way and get it's not look the work is hard make no mistake about it period new paragraph but you can do it that's true and i believe that everyone who wakes up every morning needs to realize seize the day we have one shot at yep. this life and we got to give it all we have because we're not promised tomorrow 
So let's give it all we've got. And, and Gunnar, you have given us a lot of great information today. I think you've inspired us. You've motivated us. You've encouraged us. And I'm now thinking that I'm probably going to do a second workout today just by being here with you. So you've got me all fired up. Well, that's a two-way street. I was thinking, I wonder if I can get the bike out this weekend. So we'll see. I might. It'll, it'll be a slow ride with the kids for, for the first couple. But after that, we'll see. New there you, Oh, that, that's it. I'm all, I always ride alone because I feel like I'm too fast for the others. And uh, too many people wow. tell me to slow down. And I'm like, I don't know any other speed. So it's fast. Yeah. It's right. You know, I, I say ride fast, brake hard and pray <laughs> so uh, that's how i ride but uh okay gunner thank you again yeah any last words no thank you very much you inspire this is the kind of stuff that keeps people going and, and let's all get after it hey that's it ladies and gentlemen there you have it the one the only the the top number one fitness trainer to the stars gunner peterson so ladies and gentlemen remember Catch every episode of the Dr. Ward Bond Show as well as my podcast, Life Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. If I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds to rate the show on iTunes. And I want to thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. So just look up the Dr. Ward Bond Show as well as Dr. Bond's Life Changing Wellness on any streaming service and, of course, across your TV guide. Now you can learn more about me at drwardbond.com. And again, Thank you for listening to Life Changing Wellness and watching the Dr. Ward Bond Show. We are known as a different kind of wellness show. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right. Have a blessed day, everyone.